0: Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories.
1: Title, Foundation. Foundation and Empire, Second Foundation. Author, Isaac Asimov. Part number eight. Part title, Star's End. Encyclopedia Galactica 116th edition. Entry. Darrow, Arkady. Born the year 362 foundation era. Died the year 443 foundation era. Although primarily a writer of fiction, Arthur Darrell is best known for the biography of her grandmother, Beta Darrell. It has for centuries served as the primary source of information concerning the rise and fall of the mule and the resurgence of the Foundation.
2: The Future of Selden's Plan by A. Darrell The Foundation's past history is, I'm sure well-known to all of us who have had the good fortune to be educated in our planet's efficient and well-staffed school system. Hmm, that's good for five credit marks from old Erling for a start. Through our possession of the physical science of the Empire, we as the Foundation were able to withstand the attacks of the barbarous kingdoms around the periphery, and eventually to subdue them. It seemed nothing could stop the workings of Selden's plan. Every crisis came at its appropriate time and was solved. Then, with the last remnants of the dead First Empire gone, and with only ineffectual warlords ruling over the splinters and remnants of the decayed Colossus, there came the mule. Oh! What are you doing spying on a lady in her bedroom?
3: Will you let me in, please?
2: I am not the kind of girl who lets strange men into her bedroom via the window, even via the door. And you can't force the window, it's got a protective screen. He'd only see the occupants of this house.
3: One of whom is Dr. Darrell, am I right?
2: Why should I tell you? Or oh. oh, if you jump off, young man, I shall raise the alarm.
3: What do you want me to do?
2: He says to come in. Dr. Darrell does live here. I'll turn the screen off. <laughs>
3: Well, you are risking your character and reputation, aren't you?
2: No, you are. If anyone comes, I'll shout in the air and yell and see you force your way in.
3: And the deactivated protective screen?
2: Easy, there isn't one.
3: How old are you?
2: Don't be impertinent. Oh, oh don't leave now. My father's expecting you. Huh? Actually, I'm not supposed to know about it.
3: <laughs> that seems a forlorn hope on the part of your father. But how do you know he's expecting me?
2: He has secrets.
3: You're a secretive, it's obvious. Really? And if you're wrong, and he's not expecting me, but someone else... Then at
2: the slightest move, I'll hit you with my ball court club,
3: which is under my bed. As we're being so friendly, may I introduce myself? I'm Pelias Amthor.
2: And I am Archady Darrell.
3: Good. Oh. Now, perhaps you'd kind of Archidia, you me... will you... Oh, who are you, sir? Dr. Darrell, I'm Pelias Amthor. You're expecting me, so your daughter says... So my daughter says.
4: Oh, will you come with me, please? And oh, Arcadia, you seem to have let the transcriber running. Hmm. Arcadia, it strikes me that a young lady should not be so impertinent to older men.
2: Well, why was he looking through my window? A young lady has a right to some privacy.
4: Then you should never have let him in at all. You should have called me immediately. Especially as you knew I was expecting him.
2: Anyway, I wouldn't see him at all. Stupid man! I oh, yeah. He'll oh. give the whole game away if he can go to windows instead of doors.
3: What game are you referring to, young lady?
2: Combating the second foundation. That's what.
5: You have reached the end of your theoretical studies. The time has come for your initiation into the practical workings of the plan. Yes, Guardian. Now, study the wall. There you can see the plan in its entirety. A finished work of art, is it not? Yes, Guardian. Wrong. It is not finished. That is the first lesson you must unlearn. The Selden plan was neither complete nor correct. It was merely the best that could be done at the time. Generations of our people have studied the equations, worked on them, and improved them. Before you are admitted to the guardianship, you too will have to make an original contribution to the plan. Now, tell me the aim of the plan.
0: To establish a human civilization based on an entirely different orientation from anything which has ever existed before.
5: What is this orientation to be?
0: A civilization based on mental science. In all the history of mankind, advances have been made primarily in physical technology. The capacity to control an inanimate world. Control of self and of society has been left either to chance or to intuitive ethical systems based on inspiration and emotion. The result is that no culture has ever existed of greater stability than 55%, and even these have only existed as the result of great human
5: misery. Why should not this desired civilization, based on mental science, come about spontaneously, without the plan.
0: The benefits to be derived from mental science are not perceived by most human beings, because although they are longer lasting than any physical benefits, they are more subtle and less apparent. Therefore, a spontaneous orientation around the mental sciences would at best lead to a benevolent dictatorship by the few who could perceive its benefits. Virtually a higher subdivision of mankind, This would be resented by the majority, and could therefore not be stable without the application of force, which would depress the mass of mankind to the brute level. The solution? The solution is the Seldon Plan. Conditions have been so arranged that in another 650 years, a millennium after the plan's inception, a second galactic empire will have been established by the First Foundation. At that time, The second foundation will be able to reveal itself and provide the leadership of
5: mental science. And why is it necessary that the existence of the second foundation should be hidden? Because the first foundation is still in a very
0: early stage of its development. Still at a stage where its population would resent a ruling class of psychologists and would, in fact, fear its development and fight against it.
5: Good. Now, to begin your practical study of the plan, I want you to consider that area there. The contemporary situation with a brief projection into the future. You see the situation on the first foundation? Yes, Guardian. Potentially critical. It is indeed. You will see there, and there, that we have already taken limited action. Your problem will be to study the effects of this action and to formulate further actions which may be possible and necessary. Guardian, this is dangerous. Yes, we have considered other less definite actions, and the equations clearly showed they would not achieve our aim. So we are left with this one course of action. Do not worry. You will not be alone. I shall be supervising your supervision of them.
6: Mm.
4: May I introduce Dr. telia Anthor of the Clyde's laboratory? He was the late Dr. Clyde's chief assistant. Uh, Dr. Anton, this is the emeritus professor of physics at the university, Elvis Simic. How do uh, Joel Turbor, the well-known physics caster and commentator. My pleasure. And last but not least, Homia Mun, the senior foundation librarian, and also the leading expert on the mule and the theory of power. <laughs> you flatter me, Daryl. How do you do, Antor? Uh, gentlemen, please sit <coughs> Now, I've checked Dr. Anthor's brainwave pattern to the fifth level, and he has checked yours and mine, <laughs> so we can rest assured that we are all who we say we are. Dr. Anthor.
3: Thank you, Dr. Del. Gentlemen, for some time there's been speculation about the existence of the Second Foundation, and for those who accept that it does exist, speculation on its purpose and its effects, particularly with reference to ourselves. I have conclusive proof of its existence and its effect upon us. Don't you really say that? Now, I'm an electroneurologist by training, and I worked with Dr. Clies until his death a few weeks ago. And I was in charge of organizing the results of a survey that Dr. Clies conducted, a survey on the brainwave patterns of the upper levels of our society. Uh, Dr. Clive himself died before the analysis had been completed. However, I completed the work as best I could, and it was during the analysis that I saw for myself what had so excited Clive before his death. I brought this evidence with me in the form of copies of a dozen or so selected brainwave records, and I'll project them for you. (coughs) Uh, The first four, they're all government officials on Anacreon. And uh, this is a psychological researcher from the University of Locris. And uh, that's an industrialist from Sewena. And the remainder, they're members of the provincial legislatures of Locris, uh, the Nacreon, Sewena, and Haven. Now, all these men and women have two things in common. Firstly, specialised knowledge of psychology. And secondly, well, this may be seen on the records themselves. And i ask Doctor Darrell to interpret them.
4: Well, the crucial area is there in the Italian secondary wave area. There's a quite distinctive plateau common to all of them.
7: What are we supposed to make of that?
4: I'm not sure. Even in amnesia, where there is suppression of this level, I've never seen anything like that.
6: It's um,
3: a complete absence, a removal. I agree. With no sign of any physical surgery, no drug traces. We have clear evidence of the removal of part of the brain. Oh.
7: And you think this was done by the Second Foundation? Oh. I think we all do. We've all suspected something like this. Now we have the proof. Dr. Antle, how widespread is this Second Foundation infiltration?
3: Well, in detail, we don't know. But in general, it seems so far to be restricted to citizens of the outer worlds. Terminus itself seems to be still clean. Seems. The gentlemen, all we can be sure of is that at this moment we five are still ourselves. Those people whose brain waves you saw are quite unaware that they're being controlled. Any one of us could be affected, probably quite suddenly, and be completely unaware of
6: well, gentlemen, I'm just a librarian. No, oh, of Oh, maybe it. I am an expert on the mule, but really, it's purely antiquarian interest. I'm quite out of my depth here. I mean, well, I mean, this is dangerous. I don't see what we can do about it. I mean, we can talk, but uh, what
3: can we do? Is there anything we can do? Yes, mon, that is. We can find out more about the Second Foundation. But how? The mule spent the first five years his rules searching
6: for information. He
3: failed. We don't actually know why the mule suddenly abandoned the search, do we? Because it was hopeless to go on, because he failed. What if he stopped because he succeeded? What? Succeeded? Mm. The mule's palace on Kalgan is still completely intact, isn't it? Yes. And nobody's allowed to touch anything there, right?
8: Yes.
6: It's a kind of shrine nowadays. The local people have all kinds of superstitious beliefs about it.
3: Now, the most one, interesting. One, one, one have you would ever considered that the superstition that protects the place might have been arranged by the second foundation? What if the results of the new search are there in his palace? Or what if they contain a clue, one clue, that we could use? No, I hardly think it's, it's possible right? at least. We need to grasp every chance, no matter how slight. You're suggesting a mission to Calgan? Yes, I am. Who do you think should go? Anto? Somebody with two qualifications. First, expert knowledge of the mule. Second, experience in searching through old documents. Well now, who could we? Oh.
6: I see.
4: Answer. Anthony.
3: Uh, what is it?
4: I'm sorry to wake you, but we've got a slight problem.
0: What?
4: Well, Mun's on his way, isn't he? That's the problem. He's on his way, but he's not alone. He's he... got a stowaway on board. Well, who? My daughter. He... <sighs> I found this note in her room just now. Dear father, just a note to tell you how much I'll miss you all the time I'm on vacation... With Uncle (laughs) Homie. I must say my new sound receiver worked well last night. Love, Arkady. Now, what do we do? Nothing. If we call Moon back now, he'll never agree to leave again. And assuming we're being watched somewhere by someone, it's better not to draw too much attention to ourselves by making a fuss. That's true enough. And Arkady's given us a way out, saying she's on vacation with her... Uncle Homer.
3: Hmm. Well, she's your daughter.
4: Yes, she is. She's very much like her mother was.
3: But I think the least we can do is to tell Moon, don't you? (laughs) I should think he's well aware of the situation by now.
6: Wake hmm? up. Hmm? Oh, good morning, Arcade.
2: Good morning, sleep well. No,
6: oh, I. Arcade, what are you doing here?
2: I'm having a little holiday with you. But it's quite all right. You... Father knows all about it. I've left him a note and I just got his reply. It says, Have a good time and best wishes to Uncle Homier, Father. But you. But
6: that... I'm not your uncle, Arcade. I'm nobody's uncle.
2: We can all pretend. Uncle Homer?
6: Oh, but, 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 but this is outrageous. It, it was bad enough having to come here on my own, getting bundled on board and blasted into space. But, but now it, it, it's even worse.
2: Worse? But I'll look after you. Breakfast will start.
8: Breakfast?
2: I made it just for you.
5: Oh. Well? Now
2: you just relax and enjoy your holiday. <laughs>
5: have solved our little problem with the plan?
0: No, Guardian, I have not. My analysis of the situation on the First Foundation has shown there are, in fact, two distinct problems. Yes. Firstly, the tendency of the most able men and women of the First Foundation to study psychology and the arts in preference to the physical sciences. They are clearly trying to make the First Foundation like ourselves, or as they imagine us to be. Yes. The action already taken, induced brain absences, the elimination of Dr. Klyes, and the continued infiltration, seems to be at least containing that problem. But the second problem, the economic stagnation, the enormous reduction in scientific research work, the fact that there have been no recent renewals of the defense fleet, is not being dealt with at all. The First Foundation is placing a growing reliance on our protection and are increasingly failing to look after themselves. We must do something to correct that trend.
5: What is your correction?
0: Guardian, I have considered your recommendation to cause minimal damage, but the only cure I can see is to create a limited war against the First Foundation.
8: Uh, yes, I will. I am an ambitious man. Caldon was only the beginning. Pucci, can I just make Do not a... interrupt matters of state, Calia. Oh, uh,
2: sorry, Pucci. Look,
8: Myrus, we have spent most of this month convincing everybody that I really am descended from the mule on his sister's side. So I do have a perfectly legitimate right to the throne. It is widely
9: accepted now, my lord, especially since I chance discovery of the old family tree oh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so i have calvin right yes my lord and i have a powerful fleet right yes my lord my
8: rest, there's no point in having a well-armed fleet if you're not going to use it it'll go rusty so what i want you to do now is to have a good look over the galactic map and pick out a short list of places we could conquer and uh, my lord, just now I-
9: uh, Would that be wise, my lord? It is what I
8: want. Therefore, uh, it is wise.
10: Pucci, I just want to, to... will
8: you please not interrupt me? And do not call me Pucci in public. I am the government of Calyton, after all. But I'm sorry, Pucci, but what is it? You... Talia, go to your room and kneel down in front of the portrait of me, over the bed. And spend the rest of the day practicing calling me Lord stephen
10: all right, I'm going. You don't very much of my intelligence,
8: do you? I didn't marry you for your intelligence. You
10: didn't marry me at all, not legally. I have
8: publicly said you are my wife, which makes it legal now. Not like a real old-fashioned wedding house. go and do not bother me again. I need to consider my place in history. Oh, could she? Get out. Could she? Get out. I'm going. Now, as I was saying... <sighs> what was I saying?
9: <laughs> you were telling me to find you a war, my lord. Right,
8: a war, a conquest. That is what we need, my My lord. In the last three or four years, how many lords of Calgon have you served, my lord? Um, Eleven, my lord. Exactly, I am number twelve. Now, what did all the others lack? Myris? Well, I tell you, a
9: Christian. Yes, I know. They
8: all try to govern peacefully. So what this world needs is a war. We've got to distract the Myers, entertain them. So you find me a war! Not too far away either. I'll get no credit for smacking some little planet nobody ever heard of. And I want something within easy range of public video card coverage. Let the people see that I am the true heir of the mule. But, but my lord,
10: Iris.
9: A... Are... But, sir, uh, it's the mule fail.
8: Fail. You said
9: he fails. My lord, the history films all tell us quite clear.
8: Change <laughs> the history films, then. Anybody who says the mule fails is a traitor, Iris.
9: And anybody who gets in my way is a traitor, too. <laughs> Quite so, my lord.
10: But <laughs> she, oh, the Lord Stepping, we've got visitors. Visitors who? A nice little old man the and
9: his They're just a, a couple of troublesome tourists, my lord, from the foundation.
8: Tourists? What are tourists doing in my palace? Yes,
10: my lord, I'll deal with them. It's not
8: tourists,
10: they're um, histological researchers. Isn't there?
8: Uh, well, uh, uh, not exactly. What do they want, disturbing me like this?
10: My lord, I was trying to keep them from disturbing you, but if uh, you will just wait in the anteroom room and, as I told oh. you... Oh, don't be pompous, my lord. But you know, one of the crown of mule's old palace, so they thought they'd better come and ask your permission.
8: The crown? For what? I told you,
10: they're researchers. They're interested in the mule, in old things. very luxury. <sighs>
8: My lord.
2: Thank you for seeing us, my lord Stead.
8: What do you want in the mule, Palace? Just, uh, just to study, my lord. Hmm. And you?
2: Oh, I've just come for holidays, my lord, with my uncle.
7: Hmm.
8: Oh,
10: Be nice to them, But she is a pretty little girl.
7: Hmm.
8: Yes, she is. Not so little either. <laughs> She's beautiful. What's your name, young lady? Lady Callia, I
9: believe you have just made a fundamental error.
2: Look, look, Lady Callia. Isn't this the most beautiful gown you ever saw? Hmm, what there is of it. It's a meaning, don't you think? Oh, no. It's my first woman's gown. Lady Callia, for the first time in my life I'm being treated like a woman, and not like a little girl. Mm-hmm. Lord Stettin gave it to you, did he? Yes, and the
10: jewels. Mm-hmm. Archie, I may give you some advice. Don't believe everything Lord Stettin says. But he hasn't said anything. He's just given me these beautiful presents. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't know much about fishing. But the way to catch a fish is with a hook. But first you bait the hook. The fish takes the bait, and the hook takes the fish. You see, Arkady, I'm not very bright. Most things I'm not interested in. Stettin's interested in war. All right, I don't mind. I'm just interested in Stettin, in keeping him. So war's all right, but if he gets too interested in you...
2: Lady Carrier. I'm not in love with Lord Stettin. I mean, it's not exactly love I was talking about, however. Subject closed. Yes, yes,
10: yes. Mum in the old palace again, is he? In the library there, yes. Well, it's beyond me what he finds so fascinating in there, all those dusty old films. Do you understand it, Arthur? Oh yes, it is very important. Well, I know I'm rather slow on the uptake, but how I—could you explain? Do you mean words one syllable? Well, I'll try. And, of course, Butchie, I couldn't really understand most of what she was talking about.
8: Well, she is intelligent as well as beautiful. And young. Yes,
10: Butchie, quite. But anyway, I did struggle to keep up with her, and I found out one thing that I thought you might be interested in. Hmm? Well she was explaining how it was that one was trying to find some clues about something called the second foundation she
8: is wasting his time there is no such thing well that's what
10: i thought but i didn't like to say anything anyway what was interesting was that Arcady mentioned just in passing that because people on terminus thought this second foundation thing would protect them they didn't bother much with self-defense anymore
3: mm. so
10: well i'm mean, stupid but I thought, well, if my Poochie wants somebody deep to conquer and he doesn't want to have to travel too far, well, the foundation seems like a good target. Ah. Well, of course, it's probably just another of my silly ideas. I don't know why I mentioned it, really, I'm telling
8: you. mule conquered the first foundation. Did he? And he did not have much trouble with it either. The second foundation myth did not stop him.
10: Oh, well, maybe it's his worth thinking about. Ah.
8: Maybe it is. You have heard of history repeating itself. Carlyer, you are not just a pretty face after all. Oh, but
6: she...
10: Oh, but she couldn't get married, please. I'm in mean a proper wedding.
8: Wedding? Kalia. I have a war to fight. I have plans to make. I have a world to conquer! Mm. I requested this audience because, well, I just had an urgent message asking you to go home. Your requests are no longer of any importance here. Oh, but it was an urgent message. Mun, do you think I'd let you just go back to the Foundation now, you a spy? Well, but at I... Oh, what? You are a spy, man. Lord. You came here disguised as an ineffectual, foolish little man. But I wasn't fooled for a minute, Monk. Uh, I knew you were an agent of the Foundation all the time. Oh. Now the penalty for espionage against my royal self is death. Oh. But, in your case, I'm going to be lenient, man. In return for your help, I am going to allow you to live. I... Monk, no, you... Uh, what kind of help? You are the leading galactic expert on the late and great mule, are you not? Yes, but I uh... Do you know what reincarnation is, man? Oh yes, it is a primitive superstition. Man, you see before you conclusive proof of reincarnation. Mm Hmm? I have experienced a revelation. It has been revealed to me that I step in the first am not merely the heir to the mule. Mun, I am the mule. I am the reincarnation of the mule. What do you think of that, Mun?
6: I am struggling to see what this has got to do with me,
8: my lord. I am the reincarnation of the mule, so I need to find out something about him. The kind of clothes he wore, the way he looked, the way he spoke, everything...
6: You mean you want to copy the music? Not copy! Fee, fee. But, well, if I was able to, uh,
8: give you advice, uh,
6: could we go back to the foundation
8: then? You could, perhaps. Ah. If it still exists when I have finished with it. Oh. But the girl stays here. Oh, that was the other part of my revelation. She is going to be my empress. Empress of the Second Galactic Empire.
10: But why have I Don't I... ask questions after this. No, Look, no. if you don't leave before war is cad, you won't be able to leave at all. But where's Uncle Holmier? <laughs> something we can do for him. He's locked in Pucci's state stateroom showing him how to walk and talk like a mule because not to put too fine a point on it but she has turned the corner he's busy convincing himself that he's not set in bulk one time junior gunner of the fleet but he is in fact the reincarnation of the Mule, none other but that's silly you think that's silly what about his other idea or revelation to make you empress of his galactic empire you mean i mean the hook remember he wants to marry you he's got poor maris organizing the ceremony now but he
2: hasn't even asked
10: me. No, oh, he won't ask you. He'll tell you. And unless you want to be the Empress of a non-existent empire, you don't, do you? To be really safe, I'd pick some other destination. If he does find out you've gone, the first flight he'll stop with at the Foundation one. Yes, and I... And don't talk. Go. Go while you can.
2: Yes, all right. Lady Callia, I have the feeling you arranged all this. Oh, really?
10: Well, you credit me with more brains than I do. Look, child, I have one reason for helping you. I want Pucci, and if that means pretending he's the mule, all right. But I can't stand competition, Arcady. I don't have youth on my side. I'm helping you out of simple self-interest, you see? Simple jealousy protecting what's mine. Hmm. Well... Go on, go. Leave that old fool to this fairly old fool. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye, Lady Kallia. And perhaps we'll meet again. Maybe,
10: maybe. Goodbye, bye Goodbye, but if we do meet again, I shall have failed.
0: Can I help you, Miss?
2: Oh yes, uh, I want a ticket. Where to? Um, where's the first like? going to?
0: Uh, foundation.
2: What about the next one?
0: Or oh, two together. One to Trantor direct, and the other a roundabout flight. Trantor,
2: please, a... the direct flight.
0: Hmm. Return? No, single. I don't blame you. There'd be a war here, you know. Yes, I know. Well, that'll be 172 credit, please.
2: 172? Uh, I've i only got 170.
0: There you are, young
1: lady. Two credits.
2: Oh, I couldn't... Take take Thank you very much.
1: Thank hey, you, could Miss.
2: Thank you. Any bag this? No, none, thank you.
1: So you're going to Trantor, on this
2: yes yes that's
1: right so am i and so is my wife she's over there if you care to meet her maybe travel with us
2: oh yes i would thank you
1: our pleasure our pleasure uh, mother mm-hmm. here uh, this young lady's going to Trantor, same oh, as we are and she's on her own so i thought we could travel together the best idea you've had all day he's probably forgotten to introduce himself dear. He's cream Palver, and I'm Mrs. Palver,
2: and we're pleased to meet you. Thank you. I'm Arthur Dowell. Ah, that is a pretty mm. name. And, and do you live on Trent, dear? No, I'm just going for a holiday. <laughs> a holiday
1: <laughs> on What huh? Well, you must be the first person ever to do that. <laughs> well,
2: I, I thought I'd just like to go there just to see what it's like.
1: It's like one big farm, that's what it's like. <laughs> Apart from a few old ruins. Yeah.
2: Oh, we're
10: farmers, that's why we've been here. Mm. We came for a sales conference trying to arrange to export
4: our produce to Calgary.
1: So you don't know Tranta at all, Mark,
2: No, I come from the foundation. <gasps> oh! But my grandmother lived on Tranta for a while when she was young and my mother was born there. Uh, is, is your mother there now to meet you? No, she's dead. Oh. There's no room oh. to meet me. I don't know anyone there.
1: Well, you do now. Uh, how old are you, Archie?
2: I'm sixteen and a half. Oh, I'm sixteen and a half, and
10: sitting out of the galaxy on your own. <laughs> I never heard the like. <laughs> well well
1: now, Arkany.
10: When we get to Tranda, you'll stay with us. That's it, it. It's not right a child like you being on your own. No. No.
2: You're very kind, Mrs. Hulver, and I'd love to stay with you. But really, I'm not a child. No. Attention. <laughs> oh, attention.
10: Attention? This is a public service uh-huh. announcement. There is to be a security check. Oh, no! That is, a, oh, my God, Security officers will check your tickets and your identity papers. This is purely a routine check But Any person
6: making any attempt to escape will be instantly killed. They really take my very seriously on <laughs> Calgary. don't they? Child, what's the matter? You're shivering. It's me.
2: It's me they're looking what for. What did you? you haven't done anything wrong, have you? No nothing, I, nothing. I promise you. But I have to get away from Caldwell and they're trying to catch and me. And
8: don't you worry about a fiend argument.
1: Just give me your ticket and your identity papers and I'll do the yes. rest. We just say you're our niece.
2: But, but they'll never believe
1: that. Oh, with a little persuasion, they will. I have a special way with officials
2: <laughs> <laughs> but they're not ordinary officials they're security
1: officers Arkady an official is an official and my method has never failed yet I think a hundred credit note should be enough don't you ma'am oh yes the man in charge is only a lieutenant oh here they come hold your breath and smile Arkady smile hey, uh, why certainly lieutenant certainly uh, I'm Pream palver agricultural exporter and this is my good wife this is my niece just give me the documents, please thank you oh uh, just a small token of our appreciation your men do a fine job here we're glad of your protection yeah. Mm. Yeah. all right pass now don't say a word they all have their prices. you see <laughs> <laughs> we'd better get on board ship before greed gets the better of that young oh. man the ship's due to leave at any minute and, and once we're safely away from here in space then you can
10: tell us all about it Arcadine. Mm. I'm dying to hear why they should be looking for you
4: It's war,
3: Darryl
4: yes I heard you got my message then what are you going to do about arkady there's nothing i can do did you get my message? Oh, yes yes now look piano, that child could be in danger professor please now just sit down there's nothing we can do to help arkady but we can help ourselves now did you get the equipment i asked for yes i did it would be easy though 50 hyper relays is more than even the keenest researcher would use in a lifetime but the vital thing is how small can you make the device like so big no I've got to be able to carry it in the pocket. It won't be easy, Darryl. You can do it. Believe me, it's very important. They't what is this thing for? I can make it, but I don't understand the purpose of it. Shh! That's Anthor. I can't explain, Semic, not yet. But don't say a word to anybody. Absolutely nobody must know. It's
3: deadly knowledge, right? All right. now Semic, this is Oram Deeridge from Kalgan. Kalgan? Yes, police
9: lieutenant, Orem Diridge. Don't worry, Dr. Darrow. I was a foundation agent on Calgan, and I'm part of the resistance network Dr. Amper has been setting up.
3: But what are you doing here? Diridge was the last man on Calgan to see your daughter. Huh? She left the spaceport
9: on the last flight before war broke out. She took a flight for Trantor. Tranthor? She was with a middle-aged couple who were returning to Trantor after trying to sell their farm produce on Calgan. They seemed a nice couple.
3: But I don't understand. Darrow... Don't you think it would be a good idea for you to go to Trantor? No. But if
4: Arkady's there... At least she's safer there than she was on Calgan. But I'm not going because I want to. What? That doesn't make sense. I think it does. Why should Arkady go to Trantor? For all we know, the Second Foundation arranged for her to go there. And they're using her now as bait for me. They know how much I want to see her. But I'm not taking the bait. I'm going on with my work here. We must just hope that Arcady is in good hands, on Trantor. We must just hope.
1: Arkady, why don't you tell me what's bothering you?
2: I'm not sure myself, Mr. Palver.
1: Is it the food? You're getting enough to eat, aren't you? A mother's a wonderful cook, and her bed's comfortable, isn't it?
2: There's nothing wrong here, Mr. Palmer. You've both been very kind to me. I've enjoyed the sightseeing, and I like life here. But, you see, the more I think about what happened on Calgum, the more suspicious it seems.
1: Suspicious?
2: I mean, I thought I was escaping. I thought I was taking decisions. But the more I think about it, the more it feels as if it was arranged. As if I was sent here.
1: Sent? To us? (laughs) we only met you by chance. And who would want to send you from one end of the galaxy to the other? What did you say? What?
2: That's it. Selden created one foundation on Terminus, and the second foundation at the other end of the galaxy. Star's end. But but the galaxy's like an oval dish, isn't it? So there is no other end. Mr. Palver, I have to get back to the foundation. I must tell father.
1: Well, uh, back to the foundation? But how?
2: You have a small spaceship, don't you?
1: Oh, yes, but I don't know if it could travel so far. It's pretty old and it's only designed to carry farm produce, vegetables and fruit stuff.
2: That's perfect. Mr. Palver. what is there a shortage of in any war?
1: Uh, ammunition?
2: Food! Vegetables, fruit, food. The prices rocket up. And anyone with a whole shipload of food would make a fortune.
1: Oh, fortune is that
2: right. one load of fruit and vegetables will be worth its weight in uranium on the foundation now
1: oh well maybe the old ship could reach that far but well, I, i'd have to speak to mother of course but a fortune oh that does sound interesting
7: This is Joe Kerber reporting from the front. Citizens of the Foundation, this correspondent has watched the progress of the war with Calgan with a deepening sense of despair. We are now in a desperate situation, with a massed fleet from Calgan preparing what could well be the final attack. Our only hope now is to rid our minds of any further thoughts of the Second Foundation. We might learn a lesson from our arch-enemy, Steffin. Here's an excerpt from one of his recent speeches.
8: the second foundation will save them, will it? So where is it? Where is the all-powerful second foundation? I'll tell you. Nowhere. Nowhere. It does not exist. There is no such thing. Which is why my loyal subject, which is why we are going to smash the foundation that a The first, the one and only foundation. The mule did it. And I, the mule incarnate, I will do
1: it again. Oh, Arkady, I should never have listened to you. It seemed like a good idea at the time, but now... Don't
2: worry, Mr. Palver. This is a Foundation ship.
6: Yes, a warship. Are these the prisoners? Sir! There's no need to scream. Sorry,
7: sir!
1: Right.
6: Now, who are you?
1: I'm Prime Palver. I'm a farmer. Just a farmer from Tranter. I thought I could bring some
6: food to the Foundation to help the war effort. God, does that make sense?
7: The ship is crammed with food,
6: yes, sir. Hmm. And you? You're who?
2: I'm Archie Dowell, the daughter of Dr. Toran Dowell of the Foundation. And Mr. Palver was taking me home when you stopped us. Oh,
6: you're the child who got stuck on Calgan, aren't you?
2: I'm the young lady who was on Calgan, if that's what you mean. Mr. Palver helped me to escape from there. That's Mr. right. Mr.
6: Palver sounds like a useful man to know.
2: He's been very helpful, and I think the foundation ought to treat him as a friend, not as an enemy.
6: Hmm. I rather agree. Yeah, you're not suspect anymore. Oh, good.
2: Thank you. Now, I have to get back to the Foundation to see my father. I'm sorry,
9: Miss Darrow. We're in the middle of a war, you see. Actually, we might be almost at the end of a war.
2: You mean we've almost lost?
9: No, I mean we've almost won.
2: (laughs)
8: Why didn't I? Why not? Of the various
9: reasons for your complete failure, (laughs) I doubt whether you could understand one of them. Even if you had the time. (laughs) If you don't, (sighs) Stettin, pull yourself together. In a very short time, the survivors of the invasion fleet are going to get back to Caldom, and they're not going to care about explanations. The least they'll want is your head, mm. minus the body. Mm. And the only way to maintain your present wholesome condition is for you to go now, far away, quickly, before they get here.
8: But the government will rule Calgan.
9: I will. I've had sufficient practice serving one half with dictator after another. I think Calgon has had enough of military dictators. I think the planet is ready for a civilian dictator now. But you must go. Quickly. I've prepared a ship for you.
8: I suppose I couldn't take Munn with me. Certainly not.
9: I'm going to be very nice to Homer Mann. I need him to negotiate a reasonable surrender with the Foundation. You'll have to go alone.
8: Uh, Not Quite alone, Milas. The Italia will stand by me. She'll still call me Pucci. I very
9: much doubt if she'll ever call you Pucci again. But what way she? I have no idea. Oh. Several hours ago, an unidentified spaceship of a very peculiar design was seen to land on the far side of Calgary. Carrier was seen to board mm. and the ship was seen to leave again for an unknown destination.
6: Well, uh, that's not possible. Carly is too simple-minded to have left me. She
9: worked me. As long as was necessary.
6: But where could she
9: have gone? I have a shrewd idea she's gone to a place you said did not
3: exist. I know for certain the Second Foundation does exist. And I know exactly where it is. What? Well, <laughs> Kalga. Antho, I was on Kalgan
7: for the signing of the Surrender, and I had a good look round the place. It's just an insignificant little holiday
3: planet. It can't be the Second Foundation. but if you came here for the first time, would you recognize it as the technological center of the galaxy? Well... Look, the number of scientists of the First Foundation who actually control our physical science is very, very small. Well, why shouldn't that be true for the Second Foundation, too? Just a tight, well-organized oligarchy. And they're hidden even from their own host world. Which we have just defeated. We defeated that fool Stettin. So now, where's the last place we think of looking for the Second Foundation? Calgan. And where was the place the mule never thought of looking? His own capital, Calgan. All right.
7: If you are right, Antor... How are we supposed to find these second foundationers on Calgan, eh? Who are they? How can we tell them from everybody
4: else? And how can we protect ourselves from them? I think I can answer your questions. The solution to the last problem, our protection, is also the solution to how we can identify second foundationers. Semik and I have been busy making a device which will do the job quite well. This. What is it? It creates and maintains a field of mental static. I've already arranged that all vital installations of the Foundation are fully protected by this mental static. In other words, they're protected from interference by the Second Foundation. Eventually, any place we choose can be made absolutely safe from the Second Foundation. Then it's all over. Not exactly. You see, the Second Foundation does still exist, but not on Calgary and
3: well, where then? Where?
4: I'll let Arkady explain. It's a fair idea.
2: It was more intuition than idea, really. Something Mr. palver said on Trantor. It just suddenly made me see. It was really so simple. You see, Sullivan gave us the clue that the second foundation was at the other end of the galaxy. But what is the other end? A cross-section of the galaxy is a circle. And a circle has no end. We are on the edge of the galaxy. On the rim. And if you follow the rim of the circle, you'll come right back to where you started from.
4: And there you'll find the second foundation. There? You mean here? Yes, here. It makes sense, doesn't it? Why do you think Ebling Mies was so surprised by what he discovered in the library on Trento? He had tried to find the second foundation to warn them against the mule, and he'd left the very place where they were, already in the mule's empire. Just where their mental scientists could best work
3: out how to stop the mule. It's so obvious. But then any man or woman on this planet could be a second foundation.
7: Anyone? Yeah? You said you could protect us against them, and you said you could identify them.
4: How? By the mental static device. You see, Turbo, compared to them, we're like blind men. But there's one weapon which will hurt a man who can see, but will not hurt a blind man. A strong light in the eyes, which is what this device does. It sets up a powerful shifting electromagnetic pattern, which, to the mind of a man of the second foundation, would be like an unbearable blinding light. It would sear his brain. (laughs) of the second foundation,
7: aren't you, Antho? Yes. Yes. And the second foundation is here, on Terminus? Yes. Yes. The situation was growing dangerous.
4: You knew that our physical scientists were becoming interested in brainwave patterns and that we were close to developing the mental status of ice. I had to stop it.
3: Without ruining children's plan. You tried to control your group. Join it. Try to divert your attention and suspicions away from us. The Kalgan War was such a distraction. I tried to distract you, Darrell, from your work on the mental static device by getting you to go to Transor, to Arkady. Why didn't you control my mind? You were thought to be important for the future government of the First Foundation. The answer wasn't to control individuals, but to control the times, the circumstances.
4: And for how many of you are there in the Second Foundation?
3: There are... There are 50 of us. We didn't need more. We...
7: When did you suspect him,
0: Darrell?
4: From the start. He came from Clyde, he said. But I knew Clyde. And on what terms we parted? He was a fanatic and I had deserted him. To him, I was a traitor. Yet suddenly, he sends me his most promising pupil as a co-worker just before he died. Obviously, he was being controlled by that very pupil. Now we know how many second foundationers there are. We can identify and deal with the whole 50 of them. And then we will be free of the second foundation forever. At last. And all because of Archie's ability to see the
1: object when nobody else could.
2: Goodbye, Mr Palva. I'm sorry you have to go.
1: Well, now, you remember. You know where we are, Mother and me. we will always be welcome. Goodbye, Dr.
4: Darrell. Goodbye, and thank you for taking such good care of our kittens. Oh, please, I
1: should be thanking her. Not only did I get a regular contract for fruit and vegetables, I got this beautiful medal, the foundation's highest award, the freedom of the first foundation. The one and only foundation. Uh, yes, so you said. I <laughs> can't say I quite understood all that, but anyway, you'll soon be clear of that other foundation. We've got most of
4: them already. In a few hours, we should have completed the search. Well, well, good for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Then I must get back to the farm. And Mother. Oh, she'll never believe me when I tell her the adventures I've had. Well, goodbye again, Dr. Darrell. Goodbye. (laughs) Arcady, goodbye.
2: Goodbye, Mr. Falcon. Goodbye. Uncle (laughs) Preem. And I will come to visit you someday.
1: Well, Trantor's the perfect place for a honeymoon, you know. Quiet, peaceful.
2: (laughs) Goodbye.
0: The Empire will vanish, and all its good will it. Its accumulated knowledge will decay, and the order it has imposed will vanish. Interstellar wars will be endless. Interstellar trade will decay. Population will decline. But psychohistory, which can predict the fall, can make certain statements concerning the succeeding Dark Ages. The Empire has stood for 12,000 years. The Dark Ages to come will endure not twelve but 30,000 years. We must fight that by conserving the knowledge of the race. My plan is to set up a foundation devoted to the preparation of an Encyclopedia Galactica. This will reduce the Dark Ages to only one millennium. And another foundation will be established at the other end of the galaxy, at Star's End.
5: regret the sacrifice of those 50 men and women, like Peleus Anthor. They have given their lives to protect the First Foundation from its own ignorant aggressions. It had to be 50, Guardian. They would never have believed
0: less. And they have not died for nothing. The general population is convinced that we never existed at all. And the intellectuals are convinced
5: that we no longer exist. All because Selden spoke of the other end of the galaxy. But because they were physical scientists, they were unable to discover us. Their thought processes were geared to the physical form of the galaxy.
0: But Selden was a social scientist, and to him, the other end of the galaxy was something
5: entirely different. Terminus was founded at the periphery, where the first empire was weakest, where its civilizing influence was least. The second foundation was at the other end, socially, where the empire was strongest, where its civilizing influence was the greatest. And Selden allowed himself a little poetic imagery when he spoke of the second foundation. All the universe was once guided from this rock. All the apron strings of the stars led here. All roads lead to Trantor. And that is where all stars end. And now I had better go home. My wife We'll want to know exactly what has happened to our adopted niece.
0: Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.